Welcome to our Living in the Garden podcast. We cannot even begin to express how grateful we are that you are here with us today as we share in our friendship with you and one another. You're here with Allie, Haley, and Taylor, and we are overjoyed to walk through this living garden hand in hand with you. Join us each week as we chat about authentic friendship, our struggle buses, accompaniment, and all of the happies and crappies in between. Without further ado, grab a cup of coffee or a rice cake, cuddle up in your comfy, and let the fun begin. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. We missed you all a lot last week. Life just kind of got out of out of hand almost. It just was a lot was happening. Allie and Haley graduated. Haley was leaving for a wild trip. Allie's finishing up student teaching. I'm just sitting over here teaching like normal. Just a lot of life was going on. So we kind of, you know, had to take a mini break. But we're so happy happy to be back here with you this week to talk about worthiness. Mm. But before we do that, how about we share some of our (laughs) roses and thorns (laughs) for the week Um, or like the past two weeks because I feel like a lot has happened in that time. So uh, who would like to start us off? Haley? I would love to start us off. Y'all, last week and the week before that has been the most wild two weeks of my entire life. Um, on Friday, Allie and I graduated from college and a rose was getting graduation gowns that we didn't buy for our graduation. So we kind of could blend in a little bit. And, um, How did you get those? we picked them up 20 minutes before we needed them. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Isn't that- God. <laughs> Praise me to God, because we would have been the only ones without a gown. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that because you told me you didn't have a gown, but then I looked in all the pictures and I was like, there's like no one standing out. So I think they have one. Yeah. Shout out to Jordan and Tanner if you're listening because they definitely were like our similar heights and they had gowns that they weren't using until their ceremony the next day. So we, we did a little thrift shop <laughs> swap <laughs> and then we used their gowns. It was actually really, really very honestly <laughs> and also the fact that they're the same colors what a gift that is too yeah Haley and I tried to be very careful and not get them dirty <laughs> we felt so bad I know but it looked like I rolled around in the grass with Jordan's gown on because it was just full of grass I was like oh my word <laughs> and he was probably like whatever you know what I mean I don't even think he would have cared probably not I hope not but we forgot dang it <laughs> But yeah, so that was Friday. And then after that, I got to see the 100 mile garage sale on Highway 61 on my way up to the cities to leave from Utah. And so I think that all that entire day was my high uh, because I love planes. I love garage sales and seeing people. And I love graduating from college. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay. And then my, my rose from the trip was I went to Moab, Utah with Core Expeditions. If you don't know what it is, you should seriously go check it out. Core Expeditions. Uh, the coolest organization so it's like a catholic outreach program or retreats that are based in the outdoors and it's just encountering christ in his creation and it was the most adventuresome uh being remember when we talked about fluidity it was all of that all over again of just going with the punches and learning how to survive in the outdoors how to drink from a stream and purify water it's just this wild adventurous adventure and I loved every minute of it and so my rose from that 
that was rope swinging off an arch uh, and going upside down. And it was just so fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, my thorn from that was I kicked a ca cactus with my chacos on. And so I had to pull a lot of little thorns out of it. I didn't really kick it. That's kind of a stretch. I more just bumped a cactus. But you would have thought that I kicked it because I had to sit down and pull all of them out of my toes. <laughs> it was a wild adventure. Taylor, what is your rose and thorn of the past two weeks? My rose from this past week has been the sunshine. I am just a girl who loves when the weather gets warm. It's so nice. And so tonight when I like came in from the house or from outside, you know that feeling when you're just like, oh, the sun is like ingrained in me. Like I feel like I am sunshine. I had that. It was just so nice. And I have a baby Chaco tan line and just life is so good when you have that. You know what I mean? So that has definitely been my rose. It's just the weather. I love it. My thorn though is that last Friday I told my class that this would be like my last week uh, being their teacher because I'll be leaving. I talked to them about like how I'd be leaving to be go to training so I could be a missionary and like they were kind of excited about that but they were I had two girls who started crying and it just really broke my heart it made me happy that like they like me because sometimes you wonder you're like do you even listen to me but no so it was kind of good because it was like wow I am like making an impact on their life but it also really was just sad because I don't like to see kids cry um so that was definitely my thorn sorry girl um my rose from like the past couple weeks actually because I don't think that I talked about it I was going to last week but I got a job um probably my dream job actually as a bilingual EL teacher so I'm that was just like a super high and kind of a spiritual journey through that whole process but it was beautiful to see the way that the Lord provided and just like helped me grow in trust during that uh so that was definitely a high and I'm looking forward to that and then my low, um, well, with the move and transition and everything, I think that my low is just like moving things isn't awful, but I think just the fact of like having to like pack it all up, like live in boxes for a little bit and then unpack it, try to organize it, realize that you hate your stuff, go through a process of just wanting to like burn everything like Haley was saying and just being kind of disgusted by all the things you have and kind of wanting everything to be in one place but knowing it's not gonna be for a while. Just that I think is a little bit of my low is I'm getting a little disgusted by all the things but trying to just live in the moment of it's okay if there's boxes around for a while. So that's, that's what my low would be, I guess. Not too terrible. <laughs> I think it's so good for us, Allie, because we hate living in a chaotic living spaces. We like things in order, I've learned. <laughs> that's actually so good to think about, and that's so true, because I just want things to, like, wow, that's, like, a really deep thing, Haley. <laughs> I'm going to go and sit with that. We like our control. I like my control. I don't know if you like control, but that's my grasping. Yep. Thing. Well, not what we're going to talk about today, but we definitely could. Um, we're going to jump into the topic of worthiness slash unworthiness. This is like one of those paradoxes, man. Um, but we'll jump into it a little bit. So our quote is from Fulton Sheen, and it says, or he says, um, God loves you despite your unworthiness. It is his love which will make you better rather than your own betterment, which will make him love you 
often during the day say, God loves me and he's on my side, by my side. Um, which is like a beautiful quote because the reality is we as creatures are pretty unworthy um, of everything that our creator offers us. But in the same time, we are worthy of so much because of who he is and who we are in his eyes. And I know that's probably like, seems like super contradictory, which is why it's like a paradox, but it like in our unworthiness, we are also very much worthy, if that makes sense. We'll try to break it down for you, right? Yeah, so I think just the biggest thing to kind of help uh, make that paradox make more sense in my mind, maybe it doesn't make sense in everybody's, but it's because like we are unworthy because of our sin, but Jesus died to bridge the gap between sin and heaven. And so therefore we can attain like goodness. And so we are worthy, if that makes sense. That's good. Too. That's a really good, yeah, really good way of putting that. And Haley, this was your word of the year, right? It is my word of the year. Yeah. So worthy is the word that I chose this year. And that's like the word I've been reflecting on for the past couple of months. And even um, last week, especially, I can talk about how it kind of stood out to me uh, was being able to speak your needs and know that your needs are, you're like worthy of like your basic needs. And so that's one way that I tried to live that out last week. And also uh, knowing that your ideas are worthy to other people around you as well and stating what you think and not being afraid if it's not what somebody else thinks because we're all entitled, uh, well, not entitled, but we can all state our opinion and then talk about it rather than just blocking out each other. So that's the one way that I've been kind of living out worthy the past couple of weeks. Good, because I feel like sometimes the the evil one can definitely go against like that. Like he always takes something that's good and tries to make it bad, obviously. Um, so he can take this concept of like unworthiness or worthiness and just like twist it into a really ugly thing or like creep in and try to convince us like you aren't worthy nobody wants to listen to you or um like your needs don't need to be met like that kind of thing um which like strikes at the core of our true identity as like beloved sons and daughters of the lord (laughs) and creator um and so it is good to like recognize those different areas um because then we can kind of be more on the defense with him when he tries to attack like that core um identity that we have as worthy beloved sons and daughters. Yeah, I'm even being, as you're saying that right now, like just being brought back to the garden with Adam and Eve and how they, that's like the first, I don't know, thing they felt after they sinned was unworthiness, but yet God right away calls them out of it. I mean, obviously the world had like forever changed because of that sin, but still he didn't stop loving them because he still knew how worthy they were of his love. Yes. I don't know. It's just something I'm pondering at the moment. Yeah. No, that's really good. And I think, I don't know if we have examples from like other moments of our lives, but I'm sure there's multiple times when I haven't felt worthy of certain things or times that I've settled for like something less, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, we, because we kind of tell ourselves or we get the narrative that, well, we're not worthy of that. Um, Yeah, I don't know if you guys can think of specific examples. I can think of in high school, I had pretty much just told myself that I was unworthy of quality friendships at a certain point because 
the friends that I had were just like, so I don't know, subpar probably. And that's not probably by their own fault. It's just the way it was sort of was how our relationship was. And I kind of just told myself it was good enough. I mean, at least I was eating with people at lunch, you know, like that type of thing, but I was worthy of people who actually gave me life and made me feel loved. And I just never, like, I just never thought I was. So I think that's one time that the devil really dug into that unworthiness, but luckily because we're, if you're open to being like redeemed of that, the Lord will. So yeah, he definitely redeemed that part of my life. That's a good one. I also have, um, I probably did this with myself during uh, my younger years. I would like to say the man I'm with now is a good guy, but <laughs> just like through different friends and whatnot and yeah, experiences myself, a lot of times falling um, into maybe unworthy relationships of like maybe settling for certain, like either like a boyfriend or a girlfriend or somebody. Um, and I know this is like kind of a touchy subject, but sometimes we find ourselves or people find themselves in relationships um, <laughs> that don't necessarily call you higher. Um, and that's like such a tricky one to be in because yeah, so often maybe we want to fix the other person or we're in it for different reasons or whatever, fill in the blank kind of thing. Um, but Tay, you have a really good line. It is better to be single than to settle. Um, and so like, analyzing those relationships and like recognizing your own worth and is very important um because it's good to like help one another grow when you're in a relationship but sometimes if you're just like pulling that ship down like <laughs> it's okay to like get on if that makes sense um I don't know if that that's kind of like a hard one to dive into but that's another area that I think is so common of like, you are worthy of somebody who's like at the same level of you, if not higher and is going to pull you up kind of thing instead of drag you down. Yes. And I think maybe a lot other people can relate to this too, but sometimes I felt like I wasn't worthy because I had never been in some like long-term relationship with like a boy. Um, but that didn't make me less worthy as a human. I think that we get those things mixed up. Like our worth is in another person, but our worth is just because we are and nothing can take it away, whether you're in a relationship or not, or you have friends or you don't, you're worthy because you're you. So yeah, having that self-confidence is really important to recognize that you're far better off just being you than having someone who's going to take away like the good parts of you. Mm. Mm -hmm. That yeah. And just remembering that your identity is in the Lord, in Christ. Your identity, your worth has to be centered in that. Um, because if you don't, you'll never feel worthy and nothing will ever be sufficient to like fill you fully. Um, and we'll always just keep grasping and trying to fill that with something that just isn't, isn't going to be able to fill it to the full capacity, for sure. Yeah. Um, do we have any practicals, I guess, with like, I mean, we kind of went through that a little fast, I guess, but like when it comes to maybe some friendships, um, even like relationships or just even like our self-confidence, kind of like you were talking about today, um, mm -hmm. what are some practicals going forward that we can like live out understanding our unworthiness, but living out our worthiness as well? <laughs> yeah. Something that I 
don't probably do enough, but is a super good practice to get into is right away in the morning, looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, you are worthy of having a good day. You are worthy of everything that's going to come. And just speaking that to yourself, even if you don't fully believe it, as you say the words, sometimes they can still like seep into your heart if you say it enough. Yeah. I think even going along with it, like identifying the different areas that you maybe don't feel super worthy and trying to get at the root of like, okay, what it, what is there? Um, and how can I speak some truth into that? Um, that like identity, that core identity that we are beloved sons and daughters. Um, because anything that's like going against that is probably not of the Lord. <laughs> and so recognizing that and getting to the bottom of it so that you can yeah, start to fill in some truth in those areas. I think something I actually did a couple of days ago was write down all the lies that I've believed um, that's like rooted from the devil. So I wrote them all down on paper and then refuting it or finding the truth from that lie. So kind of the complete opposite of like, no, this is a lie from the devil. How is like, what's the truth that the Christ is speaking into my heart instead? That's good. That's another practical. And then resting in that, like, belovedness and like sitting with the Lord there um again recognizing that we are by no means worthy of the love he gives us but recognizing the gift and like the reality is is that he just continues to pour his mercy and his love on us like a fire hydrant that can't stop flowing you know what I mean so just like sitting in that and letting ourselves be loved and just reminded of that worthiness is like a good place to sit as well um and the peace and the truth of that mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think the last thing I can think of as a practical is cutting things out of your life that are telling you that you're unworthy. So maybe that's that toxic friendship or boyfriend making that cut and leaving. And that can be really, really hard, but it's 100% necessary in my opinion, if you want to recognize how worthy you are and live in that. And the thing is, we, we all have this like I don't even know if it's like an innate gut feeling or just like a conscious for the Holy Spirit, whatever you want to call it. But there's always something in those situations that's like telling you like, Tay, I'm sure with your friends, there was like probably something like unsettling there. Like, this isn't right. Like, why do I keep going to it? I don't know. But like, there's probably something telling me that this isn't, you know what I mean? So like, that (laughs) instead of just like pushing it away, because it probably, yeah, means that you maybe need to have a difficult conversation there. But yeah. And maybe the word cut off is incorrect because I guess we shouldn't probably actually do that. I mean, different circumstances call for different things. Sometimes you just need a conversation. Sometimes you may need to fully leave. It It's very dependent. So maybe don't take that literally, but consider like what is actually best for your heart in the moment and be honest with yourself because we aren't. True that. <laughs> Um, and then I guess just going along with that in instead of just cutting off relationships, we didn't mean that to be harsh, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Um, but when we're thinking about that, probably like the most practical thing of all is to just bring it to prayer. If there is something on your heart, we're always, we always make better decisions when we sit with the Lord and talk to him about it um, because he's the one who knows us best. And so um whether you're thinking about different relationships in your life or whether you need to yeah, bring those lies before him as well and have him speak the truth into you, uh, sitting in prayer with him um, and putting that kind of all on the table to talk about is a really good thing uh, to do in just any situation, but especially with the topic of worthiness.
Yes. And something I would encourage people to do as well in that, if you, depending on how far along, far along you are in your prayer life, that might be easier said than done. But if you're like really struggling to discern what the Lord is like trying to speak to you, talk to like a spiritual director or a priest or a friend who's maybe a little bit more mature in the faith and not as a way to like gossip if you are having trouble with like a friend who's not making you feel worthy, but as a way to discern if the like Lord is trying to speak to you for real, because I've found a lot of goodness in that for my own self. Yes. And sometimes, honestly, our friends can see different things in our lives more clearly than we can because they're not the ones necessarily living it out. And so you're right with that. Uh, yeah, I'm very grateful for the different moments that I've been able to either come to you guys or just other people in my life who have spoken wisdom into those areas. I mean, even maybe necessarily the easiest thing to do, it was really, really good for me um, because I could trust them and I knew they loved me and had my best interests in mind. And so... Yes, wrapping up that though, how has the gardener been working and dwelling in your guys' gardens? For me, the gardener has really, I'm trying to, how do I word this? I've been encountering the garden through his mother. So I kind of honestly normally struggle with my relationship with Mary and not that it's like been a piece of cake this week by any means, but it's just been coming like a bit more naturally, which has been kind of a gift. Uh, so Earlier this week was the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima, and it was really special with my class. We had a little celebration, so I had these plates that she was on, and I fed them foods that kind of related to, like, starbursts because, you know, the sun danced, so star, I don't know, kind of goes with it. And then, like, blueberries because blue for Mary, so it was just, like, a very sweet time with them to kind of teach them more about our mother and how much like she loves the children because obviously she appeared to three children in Fatima. If you don't know the story of Our Lady of Fatima, please just go read about it. It's beautiful. Um, so that was really, really cool to experience. But then also I've been really encountering Our Lady just through the rosary, which also is normally a difficult prayer for me, which it still is, but it's, it's just been more, um, it's been easier for me to get started just the more and more I've done it now. And I don't know, Mary's just making herself more and more known to me in small ways. So that's just been a really cool way. And then she, of course, will draw me back to her son through it. So that's how I've been experiencing the gardener. I think for me, um, I did the thing where I asked for some humility and then the Lord provided as he usually does when one asks for that. Um, why did I do that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I was just realizing that I was feeling just, yeah, a little prideful and a little selfish in some areas. And then I realized that I was very prideful and very selfish in some areas. And so I feel like in a gentle and almost like comical way, he's been revealing those different areas to me, which has been really good because I think I asked if I remember right, um, because we're like in the final weeks leading up to the wedding. And so I'm trying to like really foster this sense of humility and humbleness, um, but also like really focusing in on what does it mean to be a self gift. And so <laughs> I said, I resist that in a lot of ways. Um, and so it's been really good for these past couple of weeks to kind of recognize that it's different areas, bring it to him and be like, sorry, I'm a hot mess, but work with me here. And then like growing from there. And I think we're getting to the growing part, which is <laughs> good. But I swear there was like, like a whole week where every single day once if not twice there would be something that was just like 
old cow alley <laughs> that was like pretty bad um humbled myself for sure so I think in a gentle way he's just um really using this like last couple weeks of preparation um to really bring out some different areas heal some different areas purify some different areas um before I enter into the sacrament so it's been exciting a little <laughs> wild but but a few good laughs here and there that's what he's been working the Lord will 100% of the time deliver on the prayer of humility. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a dangerous prayer to pray. <laughs> Very beautiful, though. So I commend you for asking for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the past couple of weeks, like Gardner has been working in my heart in a very profound way. And it has been honestly a gift to like reflect on it because the past couple of weeks, I've been really struggling with this transition of just having no no idea where I will be next year and just wanting to know and like grasping onto that control but the word surrender has been really standing out so the week before um going on my trip I didn't buy groceries and I haven't bought groceries in about like three to four weeks and every single meal was provided for me and I don't know how it happened but it was the most I know it was happening at Taylor once but it was just so unheard of. Like I didn't provide for myself at all the past three weeks. And I don't know how I survived. Like there's one day I met with a good pottery friend of mine who's 85 years old. And she brought me two flowers that were purple and white for my graduation and two oranges. And she said, bring those on your trip. And I was able to eat one before the trip and then one after because I haven't, I didn't eat fruits or vegetables the entire time other than two, actually I ate an apple and orange on the trip. But, and then after that, uh, just student teaching, I got random food for my students. And then on the trip, uh, we were provided lots of food, actually, for being backpacking and climbing a lot. But it was the way the Lord provided for me is like the way I've been reflecting on he, how he will in the future. Uh, so that has been like a beautiful gift to just to recognize and surrender everything to in the past. Yeah. So that's how the gardener's been working in my heart. That is so cool. I love stories like that. I yeah. It was provided your meals for. It's it's amazing to me. The what? I'm sorry, I missed that part. The meals I provided for a whole week. It's literally incredible. But I have witnessed both of you doing that, and it's wild. Because like the Lord invites you into it, and you're not even you didn't even say yes, but then you just did it, and you're like, whoa, it worked out. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, even yesterday for lunch, I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to eat for lunch because I have a granola bar. And then a friend randomly texted me. She's like, Hey, I'm at Urban's and Gerberts. What kind of sandwich do you want? I was like, Oh my gosh. It was just wild. (laughs) It's crazy how much the Father desires to provide for us in everything. And you can coin it down to coincidence, but when it happens every time for the past three weeks, it's like, nope, nope. (laughs) It's a long time. It's a long time to not buy food. (laughs) I'm honestly impressed. Well, um, anything else? How the gardener's been working your hearts for either of you? No. All right. So I think one way that he's been just speaking to all of us, speaking of worthiness, we have recognized we are in a season's all of three of us are in seasons of just extreme busyness. And this podcast has been a gift in the busyness. It's been allowing us to talk every week and just share our hearts every week. But because of how much business we have, we have decided we need to take a break. 
we'll be back in approximately a month or two when life settles down. But yeah, this has just been such a gift for us to share and to have people listen and tell us that our words have somehow impacted them in even the smallest way. So we want to say thank you to everyone who's followed along for this season one. We are jazzed for season two, genuinely. So please keep on listening. (laughs) But yeah, so that's just kind of our little announcement for the end of this pod. I know it's sad, but we will come back new women with much more wisdom and stories to share. I'm sure. We will though, because all three of us are going to be in different places of the world, legitimately. Very different. Mm -hmm. Very different. So, yeah. (laughs) Different in every capacity. Every single capacity. We really won't be the same. (laughs) So it's going to be super cool, I think, just to see how the Lord brings a lot of fruit out of that in our lives, but also into this podcast. So I'm very excited for that. Dude, guess what I was going to say? I was like, we're going to have to change our names. And I was like, I am changing my name. <laughs> I had a- <laughs> I'm so excited for the wedding. Oh my gosh. But- Don't worry, people. I'll make sure we post on the Instagram when Allie gets married. So even though there won't be an episode, mm-hmm. y'all see the dress. Okay. <laughs> All the behind scenes footage. Just kidding. <laughs> I might. Oh, okay yeah but Hales do you want to close us in prayer because this is your topic your word of the year yeah of course I'd love to close us in prayer in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen come holy spirit Jesus I thank you for the gift it was to talk with Taylor and Allie Lord I thank you for it, the ability to chat with them Lord about worthiness and how uh we are worthy of to be loved by others by inner relationships and friendships Lord, I ask that you just be with us throughout the busyness of this week and to find peace in the simplicity of ordinary life. ourselves to continue growing in holiness by reflecting in prayer and going to the sacraments. We ask all this in your most holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. Father, and Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. See you in a couple months, people. Bye. We love you. Please come back. (laughs) Thank you so much for walking with us today. We hope that you can encounter the gardener of your soul this week. If you haven't already, give us a follow on Instagram at livinginthegardenpodcast and tune in with us next week. Until then, peace out.